It's your girl, Gina G, man. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook, Gina G, Too Funny. But right now, I'm rocking with Candy Kisses with Michelle C, man. It's going down. Peace to Jesus. Okay. It's the Jill of all trades, Michelle C, a.k.a. DJ Make a Move. She cute. Your host of Candy Kisses TV everywhere you need to be. And if you don't know by now, it's not your typical interview, y'all. Candy Kisses, blown away. Candy Kisses, TV for tomorrow today. Man, throw that auto tool on that bitch. That you sound like Teddy Payne. It's your boy Talent, baby. Michelle and Candy Kisses TV. With my girl Michelle C. Don't take it personal. Bruh man from the fifth floor in the ATL chill with Candy Kisses TV. What's up y'all? You're watching Candy Kisses TV. Where my old girl Michelle. Hello there. Have you asked yourself what you missing? I have. It's Candy Kisses TV. <laughs> Girl Michelle C, aka DJ Make a Move, the Jill of All Trades, and I am back with another dope challenge. But before we get into it, you know what I always need y'all to do: lean in forward, go ahead and click that notification button, hit the subscribe, drop a comment, act like your mama raised somebody good. All right, now that the legalities is over, <laughs> I am introducing you another dope talent. This fabulous lady has been ripping stages all over. Um, she got her start with Jay Anthony, um, just chilling, you know, doing her thing, being her natural bubbly self and found out that she was dope. So I want to introduce y'all to another female comedian, Miss Gina G. Hey girl. What is going on? First and foremost, peace to Jesus. Peace to Jesus is first and foremost. Okay. We got to peace to Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> we are connected for life. You understand me? We are connected to P2G for life. That's hey, it. P2J. That, that, that's our new shirt. That's our new slogan. <laughs> if y'all don't know what we talk about, if you go to our boy Marlon, Marlon Comedy on Instagram, follow his uh, page, check out his, uh, what was it, a couple, couple of days ago, check out his live. Yeah. All the information you need for the inside joke. But uh, let's go ahead and get it started. Now, when did you know that comedy was it for you? Wow. Um, it took me a while. Um, I was just waiting tables, y'all. I didn't know none of this. I tried to be Keisha Cole slash Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? I was supposed to be a singer, dancer. I was supposed to be out here with some short song pumps. I'm supposed to be, but you know, the Lord had it another way. Um, so just serving drinks and popped up on stage. And so now it's like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So I think I want to say it hit me probably like in 2017 when uh, I won Florida's Funniest Female. And I was like, oh, I really like it. <laughs> so from there on, I was like, okay, this is, this is it, Lord. This is it. I'll take it. <laughs> okay, now, getting on the stage is a big deal. So what, well, I'm not, I'm saying what got, got you over your fear, because I don't even know if you had fear. You probably didn't have fear. Um, what made you get on the stage? Did you have fear at all? I did. Okay, well, I worked at the J-Spot um, Comedy Club, J. Anthony Brown's Comedy Club in L.A., and I was just waiting tables one night, and it was, like, real slow. It was probably, like, four or five people in there. I'm sorry, Jay, but it was real <laughs> slow that night. It wasn't nobody in there. And so the host of the night, she was like, look, y'all, I'm tired. Y'all, some of the staff come up. And they was like, Gina, go up there. And I was like, I don't know nothing about this. So I went up there and I impersonated like two or three comedians that was like coming all the time, like house comedians. And she was like, girl, you funny. I'm going to tell Jay. I said, don't you do it. And she (laughs) told him, but this the kicker, girl. I was delivering apple martinis. I will never forget. Because when you deliver apple martini, y'all, y'all know them glasses. And you get that little shaky jacky on your tray. Mm-hmm. And you see that little green juice swaying back and forth. You be like, please don't spill. Girl, I'm delivering them drinks. And all of a sudden, Jay Anthony Brown get on the mic talking about something. I heard a, a waitress in here think she's funny. You know, let me let me see what she's working with. And call me, girl, call me up there. When I tell y'all, I peed a little. I peed a little. It was a little pee. 
it was a little pink in my pants. No, it was a little pink. It was a little pink. But once I got that first laugh, Michelle, for real, like that first laugh, it it does something to your confidence. It does something to you, and you be like, okay, let me, let me say something else. You know, so I'm always scared. I always got a boo boo before I go on stage. No always way. get the bubble guts. I'm look. I'm just trying to keep it real with y'all. I always get the bubble guts, but. You know, once you start though, it's just like riding a bike, y'all. You don't you don't forget none. You go up there and you do your thing and you have a good time. So I'm always nervous. Always. Well, I'm 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 slick a little nervous because uh, thanks to Marlon, I'm gonna be on the show Saturday. What? And yeah, that wasn't my plan. He was like, if you show up, you're going up. I was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> okay, well, and I'm I, I don't think I can't do it, but I, I ain't never done it. That's the that's the thing. Okay. Oh, gonna be your first time. Absolutely, like, look, I hosted and talking shit to people all day on just regular people, but like to actually be on the stage, like people gonna be looking at me like, what you, what you got? Yeah, that's 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 different. like this, like this. That's how they gonna look at you, like this. Especially black folks, we girl, we waiting on you. We <clears throat> see. This is the thing. The only reason I'm not too like, oh my god, is because. They not they didn't come to see me. They came to see the R and B. They can't right. so it's not geared towards okay, you better be funny. It's geared towards right. the music. So right. if, if you laugh, right. great. If you don't <laughs> wait for wait, look, wait for Shada to come out. Just wait for Shada to come out. Not only that, it's because see, this was funny. My mom told myself, so where's the show? And you know, when it's your first time, you don't want nobody that you value their opinion to come. She was come like, Where's it gonna be? I was like, It don't matter, you ain't coming. <laughs> like, well, mom- I Nigga, no, moms cannot come. Hell no. See, my mom will roast you and not even know she's roasting you. She's like a natural born roaster. She will roast mm-hmm. the shit out you and be acting like what? And I'm nigga. She look. And then <laughs> no, she's a professional roaster. I have been in situations where she has roasted the shit out of people, and I'm looking at her like, Ma, come on, now you can't say what? I'm just saying. I'm just like, yeah, but you, you can't say so you that. Have- so you got it in you, sis. It's it's in your blood. It's yeah. in your blood. You're gonna do a good job. The difference, do is, the difference is I roast when provoked. I don't come out roasting. That's the difference. Like she will literally, I'm gonna tell you what, let me tell you what she did. I had a good friend. We're still we're still good friends. I had a good friend of mine. We I, I'm a professional makeup artist as well. We finished up a photo shoot. She happened to stop by the studio to drop something off. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he has a button-up shirt and this button all the way to the top. My mom comes in. I'm like, hey, my this is such and such. She was just like, oh, you look, you button all the way to the top, ain't you? And then, <laughs> and then she didn't stop there. She says, you know who else do that? Mexicans. Mexicans do that too. <laughs> Mama, if you leave this nigga shirt alone, bro. <laughs> she's, like, <laughs> she's like, she's like, what? I'm just saying. I, and I'm thinking to myself, she, she did, does she not know this is not a compliment? Does she? It's all facts, though. But it's and all effects. And Only the essays wear it all the way up here. Only the bottles wear it all the way up here. She know. She know. Because we look, we're from LA, so we, you know we know. So that's why I'm over there like, trying not to laugh. I'm just like, see, and that's why she can't come to the show. That that right there. Because if something happened, if anybody even look like they not don't think my show was good, she going to be like, mm, wait till we get home. She going to roast the shit out of me, and I ain't no way in here. Nope. I ain't doing it. <laughs> not today, Linda. <laughs> I don't blame you at all. Mama sound like a beast. I don't blame you, sis. I don't blame you. You better ask my friends about it. <laughs> no. What part of California are you from? Off the subject, I don't know if I can ask you the question, but what part of California are you from? Carson. Carson, girl. <laughs> I mean, I was born in Georgia. I'm a Georgia peach, but I grew up in Los Angeles. I grew up in Ingle. I went to Ingle High School. I went to North Torrance High School. Um, so when you say California, I just I, I get so excited. I don't know why I get excited because it don't seem like nobody that lives in California ever leaves. So when you meet somebody from California outside of California, you be like, what? Well, what? See, the only reason we left. <laughs> I got an older brother, and back in you know when we were living there, that's when the gangs was real bad. My mom was like, "Now nah, we get to get out of here because I don't want him in that." So that's, that's right. Good. Yes. <laughs> that's right. Tell that's good. Mama's smart. I like yeah. mama. <laughs> yes. But moving on. So when you're, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave at this. Um, <laughs> but on your first time on stage, how many minutes did you have before you went into panic mode, or did you go in panic mode? I, I didn't. Have, no, my first time on stage, I didn't have no me. Uh, girl, I think I was stealing jokes. I think I was doing stuff I heard. I mean, I was, I, 
I had no minutes, okay? I was talking about stupid stuff like for breathing, not taking baths, and just for breathing your hot spots. Girl, I didn't have I didn't have no minutes. But I can tell you a time when I was told to do 10 minutes, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, 10 minutes seems short. You know, 10 minutes ain't a long time, you know? Mm-hmm. When you stand and the lights is beaming on you, and you didn't did the only three jokes that you knew, and now <laughs> you got to come up with something else. Right. And the crowd know you ain't got nothing. People, let me tell these comics here. Y'all think y'all could just skip scam through. People know when you ain't got nothing. So, mm-hmm. girl, I must have got into this Rihanna joke that I was trying to, like, I guess, do on the spot or, like, come up with it, like, on the spot. Girl, okay. when I told you it wasn't it was silence in that room, they didn't boo me now. I didn't get booed. Right. But it was like this. We don't need you to come up with this because right here, what you're doing right now ain't it. So basically, I'm gonna let y'all right know right now, be prepared. 10 minutes is a long time on that stage. New Absolutely. comics don't don't go up there thinking you got it. Just do your hot five and move on. Cause 10 minutes is an eternity. When he, so when talked, I he said you got about uh two or three minutes, I said, nigga, I might got two. Say good night, and I was like, I don't know. But see, I didn't. I write jokes all the time, but I okay. because I never put on because I never wanted to be on stage, and so like you know, I, I. But that's the difference. I can. I'm a writer at heart. I can write all day okay. long, but okay. the pressure of someone saying make me laugh is like okay. I got you. It, it, it is pressure though, seriously. Like it really is pressure. Even just telling people that you're a comedian. Like even if you just go out and you ask people what they do for a little you you say, I'm a comic. Oh, say something funny. Or you, you got some jokes, or I have a joke if you want. First of all, leave me alone. Okay. I'm not I'm not no comic. Come on like this. It's I don't have no knock knock jokes. You know, I'm a I'm a storyteller. I tell you about real life, so I don't have no knock knock jokes. But I'm gonna give you a little piece of advice. Girl, go up there. Just have some energy when you go up there. You know, do a little one-two step or something. Then you do the two jokes you got. And then after that, you talk about who the first person you see. see, You get on their shoes, their shirt, whatever. Or you could even, you know what, because you're doing that concert, seriously, like, you could even say something about shy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just like, I've been practicing so hard. Okay, you're going to do good. I I I think I got maybe a Strong. I got like a spades game. I got like a three and a possible, <laughs> and I think I think I'm gonna be all right. <laughs> but it's just I don't know yet. <laughs> and you better not renege. And you better not renege. You better do your homework. Cause man, when I tell you, I'm telling. Look, when you said that, when you said the people would like will get silent. For me, just because I, I told you where I come from, I come from Carson and my mom crazy. So I feel like as soon as they get quiet, I'm gonna be like activate, activate roast mode, nigga. Let me tell you, like, so, that's why I'm trying not to. And, and I think more so that's reason why I have not been like, let me get on the stage because yeah. getting on the stage doing a play, getting on the stage doing someone else's works, you're not being judged for someone else's work. When you get on the stage and you do you. They're judging who the fuck you are, yeah. and like nigga, who who ain't sensitive yeah. about who they are? I wish yeah. you was gonna slick about me, bitch. I go to they fuck judge everything. They judging everything. Believe me, honey. They looking at every. They looking at your shoes. They looking at your hair, your shirt, your teeth, girl. They, when I check the way you hold them, they looking at every thing. So you ain't never lied though, but you ain't lied. But <laughs> once you get that first laugh, I'm telling you, girl, you are gonna be like, okay. Comedians that because I've been in the comedy world for a long time because like I said I'm a makeup artist so I used to do the makeup for the host of the show so I'm always in the back of the comedy club somewhere talking to people so I know a lot of them and they're like why you don't do comedy I'm like no I don't know but I done heard that so many times I was like okay I can't say at least if I try it I can't say I don't right and I realized I'm like like no I tried I ain't like it cool but for me you know I'm 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 a, I, 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 anytime I do something, I do it to the fullest. So even if it, I feel kind of nervous, I'm probably like, no, nah, I can do this shit. <laughs> That's right. Boss up. Boss up. I got this. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? These bubble guts going to go away as soon as I get up there. You know what I'm saying? You from Carson? Just get on. Just get on. Just, you know what I'm saying? Yo, yo, hey, 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 on bloods. Don't play with me like that. I'm going to see you walk off the stage. You ain't going to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> 
We are moving on. Okay, so if you could play a perfect movie, uh, play a perfect role in a movie, what kind of movie would it be? Wow, a perfect role in a movie. Um, girl, don't don't play with me, y'all. Because I could be Michael B. Jordan's wife or something. I mean, we we could we could figure something now. You know, we can get a script together. Um, I don't know. You know, that's a good question. I'm I'm um more like a, I would play like a a girlfriend or a wife. You know what I'm saying? I would like to be you know like a detective or a crime. You know what I mean? I like to do something like that. I wouldn't even mind doing a horror movie, to be honest with you. I wouldn't even mind doing a horror movie for real, for real. But um, yeah, man, I would love to be like a detective or something with crime, something where I'm the boss. I don't want to be no side assistant pimp. I don't want to be no goddamn on uh bullshit sidekick. Don't give me no little ass roll. I'm not riding the little part of the motorcycle. No, 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 no. <laughs> if I'm in this movie, I wanted my character to be the business. Now I will play. You know, the initial crackhead, which most black female comedians got to play. Because come on now, y'all saw Halle Berry. Get so like, yeah, like the I'll play the crackhead, but that's only like one or two movies now. Don't get happy, don't get happy with that. Um, but I would really love to do something where I got a pistol, girl. And I'm just, I don't know, something action-y, you know, something like that. Yeah, like, now, what's funny you said, well, speaking of jungle fever, that damn Samuel Jackson at the end of that movie, that was my favorite part. My mom was like, why are you laughing at this nigga? I'm like, bruh, if he do that little stupid ass shuffle one more time. You <laughs> 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 see that goddamn shuffle? Get your dumb ass on work. <laughs> that movie is so good. It is crazy how you can look at movies as an adult. You know what I'm saying? You it did now just reiterate like, oh, okay, that's what's going on. And you see people like Samuel Jackson was a crackhead, Hallie was a crackhead, everybody was a damn crackhead at some point in their career. So give me my crackhead film. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) And then you was talking about you don't want to be in a little sidecar. That was so funny because we got a motorcycle club next to my shop. And I was like, I'll I'll never be, I'm I'm scared of motorcycles. Only way I'm getting on a motorcycle is if I'm in that little sidecar. And the reason why is because if you fuck up, I can release myself and get the hell off. <laughs> so, that's like, on, so I'm a, I'm a, don't put me in a sidecar with bitch. I'll be in your sidecar, nigga. You can ride in the same. If you fuck up, I'm out, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you can just kind of roll out that little ass motherfucker. Just, whoop, just I'll, I'll take my chance. I'll bet on myself before I'm you know, like, <laughs> you see that video? Have you seen that video going around a tiny where her and Toya girl was riding that bike or something? Yeah. And her- <laughs> When I tell you, I holler. <laughs> you made me think of that as soon as you said. <laughs> All I can say is your little leg hanging out the back. That <laughs> thing was so funny. I was like, Lord. Mm. Oh my God, girl, you was crazy. You gonna, you gonna be just fine. You hear me? You gonna be just fine. <laughs> now, what is okay? Now that you are seasoned in the game. What is your writing process like? Did you like because you said when you first got on stage you were just kind of grabbing at straws, but now that you're seasoned, what do you do as far as coming up with like new material and stuff like that? Well, as for me, I like to just write down, you know, thoughts or little conversations I have myself. I write it down or I record it on my voice recorder. Um, I'm not the sit down and write a joke type of person. Maybe because I kind of got thrown into comedy. Maybe because it took me a while to respect, not a while to respect the game, but it took me a while to learn the game of comedy. You know, a lot of people use that they're funny with their friends or at the backyard barbecue and they think that they can bring that on stage and Mm -hmm. it doesn't always work. You know, you really have to study this craft and respect it and be prepared. So I normally, um, just like I said, I just jot down things. I say things. I kind of write as I go as well. So like mm-hmm. on stage, I record, you know, I'll have my little recorder or I'm on my phone and I record my set. And sometimes you just say things that you didn't say before. You know what I mean? It's just the crowd is different. So it'll kind of extend your joke out. You know, you just want to add to what you have. Just keep adding, keep adding until you have an hour set. So yes. I don't have like this you know, this writing process. And y'all, I could barely spell. So I really don't sit here and be writing. <laughs> I really don't I really don't be sitting here trying to write down a lot of stuff. Um, but hey, Fantasia and Floyd Mayweather are very rich and successful. So I am not really worried about that. But mm-hmm. um, 
Yeah, so writing it down, sis. <clears throat> I just do jots, little bullet points. You probably like you know, this recorder works just fine. Um, remember this joke. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And that's how I do it. And I listen to myself and I really, really enjoy it just extending my joke, especially when I'm on stage and something may happen and I just remember it and I just keep going and just building from there. That's how I really do it. I wish I could sit down and I wish I had a notebook full of, full of, full of, full of stuff. But um, yeah, you can't sound out. You can't be trying to sound out stuff while you, you know, while you're trying to write because you're going to forget the whole joke trying to spell correctly. So. Mm-hmm. I, just, I feel you because when I started writing, um, before I even got into anything that I do for a living, when I started writing, it was me just writing down like notes. Okay, I want to. Mm-hmm. This is the idea. Okay, I write down the idea, and then I kind of just you know add to it as I yep. go. Like, I've never sat there in a whole like a whole day and just say, "Let me write a whole song." I mean, I've done Girl. that, but most of the time, I'll just be doing something random. Like, you know what? Let me write that down. Not come right. back. That's <laughs> it. And people do, but people really sit and write. Like people mm-hmm. said during the quarantine, I hear a lot of comics. They say, "Well, during the quarantine, I just, I just wrote. I just was writing, 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 writing." I'm like, oh, "You what? <laughs> Never was drinking, smoking, eating. <laughs> I'm married. So I'm up here sucking dick all the time, nigga. I don't have shit to do. I ain't have time to write, nigga. My neck oh, don't even hold up no more. I be just, <laughs> girl, I said, shit. This the quarantine was hard. They talking about they was writing, shit, nigga. My neck hurt. Okay, my neck hurt. I can't write nothing." So. <laughs> well, I'm sure your husband appreciated it. <laughs> yes, and I'm glad his ass went back to work. Thank you, sir. Bye. Shit, you supposed to get ahead on the weekend like we did before this shit. You ain't now. Goddamn. Oh god. Every day, girl, I'm at the supermarket. Neck just. I ain't. Even, I don't even know my neck is doing it, girl. It's just you got muscle memory now. <laughs> yeah, <that shit> just, <laughs> bitch, it was at the stall. Stop. Stop. So. Oh, I didn't have time. That's all I'm saying is I didn't have time, y'all. I didn't have time. That's all oh, I'm saying. God. Okay. How did you stay motivated in the entertainment business, especially during the quarantine? Like, now that this is the new normal, like, what what did you get out of this? Girl, I got out of doing this right here. Going on this phone or computer or whatever, going live, you know, getting comfortable with my face in front of the camera, you know, mm-hmm. I, it's actually a blessing. I'm just going to keep it real. You know why? Because I felt like everybody had to sit down. Yeah. It wasn't like one of those instances where it was only you and now, you know, you depressed because now everybody's ahead of you and, you know, you ain't at home. It's like we all got in trouble. You know what I'm saying? It's like everybody got in trouble. So all of us was on punishment. So I think that kind of helped me because I was like, okay, nobody, you, everybody's on the same page. Um, but I just stay motivated by talking to other comedians. Rodney Perry was a good voice for me when I was going through it. You know, Marlon was a good voice for me. You know, just speaking to other comedians and your friends, keeping you motivated. Starting the show, I started my um, own show, Chit Chat in the Closet, um, that comes online. So it's just little things like that. If you really want it, you're going to find a way to do it. And if you really want to elevate yourself, you're going to go with the times. You know, it's a couple other seasoned comedians that didn't want to get into this right here. Didn't want to do no online. Didn't want to do any of these things. And I said it in the beginning. I was like, y'all ain't going to have me in my damn living room telling no damn jokes in the living room. Girl, let me tell you something. About I was in the kitchen. Okay, I wasn't in the living room, but I was in the kitchen telling jokes. I was in this closet telling jokes. And it really helped me just be able to just ride this wave, you know? So when it was time to go back on stage, I was, I'm ready. You know, I hasn't been sitting and getting stale. I've been moving. I've been moving and grooving. So 2020 was, even though it was a curse, you know, set up by the people, <clears throat> by the man. Um, Pandemic. <laughs> so good things still came out of it. And meeting so many people through this doggone phone that yeah. you would have never probably met or you don't know when you would have met them, you know, in the real world. And then... Girl, knowing that your ass ain't essential. Girl, I'm around here. Before the quarantine, I was around here letting my husband know that I am the store. Okay? I am the one. Okay? I am the shit. And girl, that quarantine, he said, I had to sit down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to humble yourself and I'm I'm hoping that this boils over to other comics and, and it's a, when we get back on stage like for real, for real, working with each other and, and supporting one another like we were when we were just on the phone. So I'm I'm hoping that still grooves, man. I'm hoping well, I so. see you already showing support because ain't that your boy uh Kevin Tate shirt? This is Kevin Tate shirt. Motivate everybody, motivate everybody. <laughs> 
we have to do it y'all because we we all we got like for real for real like we are really all we got so stop being so hard on the next person help you can tell somebody something it ain't gonna stop your shine if you bring somebody with you because if it's meant for you it's gonna be for you if it's meant for them then it was just your job to take them to their blessing so all of that i don't want to help i don't want to bring you don't want to let me know the information that's fine baby that's fine. Because when it come around to my turn, you're going to be looking at me like I'm crazy. And I'm going to be like, oh, did you, did you call me? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. And, but while we flexing on the shirts and stuff, because you know I got my own shirt too. You come know. on. I see you. I see you. Let me order one. I'm going to order one. Everybody's cup of tea, but somebody want to sip. Come on now. That's my shirt. If you want to get it, you can get it at artistperiod.com. <laughs> artist, artist what? What is it? Artist who? Period.com. Period. <clears throat> Y'all heard what she said. Stop playing. Y'all hear? Damn. What is the biggest challenge you've had uh, being a female comedian? Ooh, girl, these niggas. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the biggest challenge is these knuckles. Look at here. I don't know what some of these male comics think. I don't know if they realize that most female comedians is not having sex or giving you head for no stage time. Um, mm -hmm. That's not going to happen. Um, but I've had male comics tell me that they're not going to book me because I'm too funny. Oh, no, no, you too funny. No, no, I ain't. So well, it's a challenge. For they don't understand. This is the problem. This is the mentality. See, I've literally had to change a little bit as well because I used to be one of those uh, female comics that kind of dressed a certain way, dress nice and, you know, little squirts and little skirts and what's not. Mm -hmm. But a big lesson is you, I wanted them to pay attention to my jokes, to the laughter. I didn't want to go up there looking fancy, smashy, and now old girl looking at her nigga like, you better not laugh. Now she don't want to laugh because she like, oh, who this bitch is walking around with all this on? And I'm not trying to be funny, but like, fuck it. Light skin is hard out here. It really is because everybody thinks that we are like, we think we are that or we want they man or we didn't know. Listen, I've been dealing with that since I was a child. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Every <laughs> light skin girl is not cute. Y'all just see Tiny on the damn verses. Every light skin girl ain't cute. So stop putting us all together like that. We don't all think. <laughs> we don't, I'm just saying. We don't all think like that. Out like that. That's what you're going to do? I just want to keep it real, sis, because my hair is this is this, this is real, okay? I'm not mixed. I'm just come on. I don't have that attitude, but people will take that. You know what I mean? And think that you're coming out and you think you all of that or whatever. So I really had to just learn to not really focus on what I'm wearing or any of those things. Focus on being funny. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, that is what's important. And that's what worked for me now. Because right. there's some girls that's out here killing it with their outfits. Comedy Bay, uh, Carmen, uh, uh, Corey B. It's some women out here that's, I'm talking about. But for me, in my experience, I had to just be the girl, you know, with the cute jeans and cute shirt on, little shoes or whatever. I just can't, I can't glitz and glam. And I'm okay with that because I don't want people to just remember me for what I had on or my energy, I want them to be like, she was fucking funny, bro. Like, I want them to tell my joke in the car when on their way home, you know, at work on Monday. I don't want them to be like, oh, she thought you talking about the, the, the third when they came out? Oh, hell no. That bitch thought she was all that. Had a little skirt on and shit. Thought she was cute, pressed around. And I, I don't want that. Now, I ain't gonna I lie. There, there is, I'm not gonna say this person's name, but there is a comedian, the female comedian in the game, and she's not funny to me, but again, funny is relative. It's, you know... Oh, I know what you're talking about. <clears throat> Well, I'm I'm not gonna go there, <laughs> but like she really does dress a certain way, and I'm like, mm -hmm. that's not gonna make you funny though. Mm -hmm. I know you're talking about, but yeah, you're right. I know you're talking about, but you're right. It really don't. You really right. don't. It yeah. ain't gonna help you. It doesn't matter what you just like said. It really shouldn't matter what you wear. Now, if she rocking what she rocks, and she's funny as hell. Then I really get, ain't got nothing to say. But it's like. I feel like you rocking what you rocking because you know you ain't funny. You just mm -hmm. trying to figure yeah. out what's gonna work for you. Stylish <laughs> out here, just stylish, just promoting boutiques. That's really what you're doing. Because uh, <laughs> look, I ain't mad at the free promo of you. If you get paid for the free promo, you get paid. But but at least if you want to have a show, have a show. Like not yeah. 
show you have a show. Have a show. I know. And you are so correct. And I'm glad you, before you even get on stage, you already know the game. And that is correct. And I'm not saying for ladies to not wear, you know, I don't want people to think I'm saying, you know, ladies can't wear whatever. No, 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 no. I'm just letting y'all know what works for me. Oh, yeah. Because I'm talking about, like, I mean, if you want to be sexy, do your thing. But yeah. I, I'm cute and comfy. I know. I'm, yeah. I'm not. If you have to wear heels, I ain't. I'm, I'm just not. now. My, my 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 little shirt might be cute, might be a little see through here, or whatever like that. But oh, them sneakers gonna be on. Come on, we together. We together. That's how I feel. Cause I go to work up there. I don't go up there to do no fashion show and prance back and forth. I'm up there. I'm working. And now and I'm, 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 I'm working. hours a day. I'm a makeup artist. Oh fuck a goddamn heel, bitch. I'm tired. So I'm putting these goddamn kicks on. You better be lucky. I'll come up there in Crocs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Come up there with your shacks on, girl. Go up there with your shacks on. Okay. <laughs> now, who is one entrepreneur you look up to in, in the industry? Ooh, one entrepreneur that I look up in the industry. And is this the comedy industry or like the industry period? In general. Entertainment industry, girl. And I can't believe I'm going to say this because it took me a long time to admit. Girl, okay. but, Beyonce, but Beyonce work ethic is crazy. Oh, yeah. But Beyonce work ethic is crazy. And it took me a long time because you know we grew up with we the same age, child, and you know, and you know you be wanting to hit on Beyonce, but then I had to realize that that girl and you can eat apples the mm -hmm. whole time you preparing for a damn tour, right? You, you strong, you strong, and so she her work ethic is just it outshines the rest. But um, as far as like people, I don't know, girl, because that's a good question. I've never really thought about that. But I'll say, you know, I will just say Rodney Perry as one of them because I will say him because he keeps going. Mm -hmm. You know, rather when he gets on shows and they get canceled or they don't get to another season or like the Monique show, like he kept going. So that's something that I admire, just not giving up, you know, not letting your circumstances, you know, stop you from doing anything. So he is one of the people that I can say, and he's humble and still mm -hmm. talks to up and coming comics. He, he don't think that he's better than anybody. So he is definitely one that I can say his worth is, is bananas. But Marvin Dixon, mm -hmm. um, his worth is crazy. And um, now that he's new in the game, I'll just say DC Young Fly too, because he's actually mm -hmm. getting it in. He's one of the internet comedians that actually studied stand-up comedy, that actually respected and wanted to really be good at it. So I respect mm -hmm. that about him. But Nick can't, girl, there's a lot of folks that's out here that's grinding and that's never given up on this comedy game, whether they have made it to Kevin Hart status or not. And that's what I really respect. But I'm going to keep it real with you. I don't, I don't really care about folks like that. You, you know, know I, I got my own shit. You know, I, I look at my Instagram page more than I look at anybody. You know, so okay. I, don't, I don't know what they're doing, but just keep doing it, shit, because I got to do it. Now, I mean, at, um, Rodney Perry, because I actually just finished his improv class, so he's been helping me. My, what for Saturday? He's been helping me, but uh, yeah. stuff in order. See, <laughs> and giving back, you know, and giving back. He doesn't have to. You know, share his knowledge with nobody. He don't have to. He could keep all that to himself. Kim, Kevin on stage has a master class. I took um, David Arnold. See, David Arnold. And then I just did, I just interviewed Angel Gaines. Um, I don't know if you know her, but she's out of Los Angeles. She's actually the comic that got me up on stage that night. And okay. she does classes and coaching and things like that. So people like that, you guys, you want to at least have one or two of those people in your roller deck. You see, I'm trying. I'm like, what are the names for me? Is that that chick, that chick Angel? No, she just goes by oh. Angel Gang. She's actually a teacher. I know the uh, name. I don't know why I know the name. Yeah, <laughs> honey. She okay. told me about headshots. You know how you know make sure when you do your headshots, do it for the character that you're looking to play. Don't just do your headshot. You just cheese it. You know what I'm saying with the microphone. You know what I'm saying? No. Like, if you want to go for this role and you want to be a teacher or you want to be a detective or whatever, that's what your headshot should be. Girl, she put me on so much game the other night. I was just like, Zah. that's right. Because so, I need to get, get these little pointers. Look her up, honey. She gave me so much game. Angel Gaines is her name. Look her up. I'll send you her information when we through, honey. Okay, not a problem. Now, what are some <laughs> words of wisdom you would give any upcoming entertainer? Words of wisdom. Don't let that first rah, rah, rah or standing ovation go to your head. Because just as quickly as you are at the top is just as quickly as you can be at the bottom. I'm going to let you know that right now. You're only as good as your last set. 
So when you killed it that night, you better kill it again. That's all they remember. And when you bomb that night, you better come back with a vengeance on the next one. And mm. never give up, man. Comedy ain't going nowhere. If you got to take a break, you know, if life is kicking you in your ass and you can't, you know, you can't make videos every day and you can't go to open mics and club and get booked on it, just calm down. Just run your race. Comedy has been around since our black behinds has been out here for food and for these white folks for, since the 20s. So mm-hmm. it ain't going nowhere, okay? We still listen to Red Fox. We still listen to Richard Pryor. Comedy is not going anywhere. Just run your race. And stop worrying about everybody. And, stop t- and don't tell nobody that they ain't funny or or they ain't got it. Because I'm going to let you know right now, somebody, they funny to somebody now. There you go. They may not be the masses, but it's it's some retarded person in the audience laughing at their dumbass joke. So don't don't do that. Don't don't be one of those comics that go to shows and talk about the comic on stage. Please don't do that. Cause mm-hmm. that's so that's so trifling. And you blocking your blessing. Cause yeah. that little weird comic that's on stage that took his little notebook and all of that <laughs> up there, that's the motherfucker that's gonna go somewhere. Mm-hmm. So while you up there talking about them, you should be watching and paying attention. Dion so, Cole did his her, her whole thing when he first started. Had his notebook up there, like, look, I can't remember my jokes. So come on, come <laughs> on, sir. now. So come on now. Mm-hmm. I hate when people do that. I hate to hear other comics talk about the comics when they're up there. Now we can talk about the situation. Now don't get me wrong, because it's funny. You know what I'm saying? But whatever you said to me, I'm gonna need you to say it to that comic when they get down. Don't. Don't when that comic get down, you good said you know that you killed it. Don't lie. Tell that nigga you, you was trash. Now come over here and let me see what we can work with. Let's work together and oh, get that joke out. Just don't shoot them down and then black them down. Say what you should do, change this, maybe do that. Like at least yes, add this to it. Yes, sis, because it's hard. And then some people just don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't know. Hell. And you've been doing this this long. Just tell them, just give them a little tip. Damn. I got a friend of mine that was in the same situation you are. She was working at, well, I don't know if she's still working or not, working in a comedy club, and she started mm-hmm. there. She wants to do comedy. Mm-hmm. And um, she's been doing shows here and there. She's been doing her thing. That's but like right. when I first saw her set, I didn't get it. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, instead of me saying, you're horrible, you're trash, you get off the stage, I said, hey, come here real quick. And now, mind you, I, I know I'm a writer, but I have, you. I can't tell you that you ain't good. But what I can tell you is I feel like if you would have did X, Y, and Z, this probably yes. And yes. her problem, in my opinion, was she wasn't relatable. And this okay. is, for example, like for Carson, like we have slang in LA that people in Georgia don't use. So exactly. if you slang in an Atlanta audience, they don't know what the hell you're talking about. And so, and that's what she was doing. She was saying stuff and and thinking that was a little punchline. Thinking going, local. She was thinking know, local. They got hit because they don't know what the hell that word means. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like and that, that, it happens. Yeah. yeah. It happens. You get local. You're a local comedian, and you feel like you know you're killing it in your in your little local situation. But once you go to another state, baby, ain't nobody crib walking in New York. They just not. They not crib walking in New York. Um, <laughs> you know. And I learned that lesson. I did a show in Boca Raton. In Florida, which is white folks with money, okay, and I'm up there talking about Murray, honey, and he, they don't even say Murray; it's Mari. I'm up there talking about Murray, honey. I'm up there talking about how the old men paying folks rent, and I had a guy. Oh, you know, he was white, <clears throat> but he walked out. He walked out on my set. Okay, and so it's crazy because after the show, you know, and they booed him though. You know, they booed him. You know, white folks they do that George they booed him or what have you or whatever but when the show was over girl my goal was not to sign nothing I say hey and I take no pictures I went straight to his ass okay just see what and I was like what's up you know what I'm saying like <laughs> why you leave what's the, what's the deal you know and he was like he was like I just we don't we all own our homes around here and we don't we don't know what, what I didn't understand about you know okay Right. So, but I took that with me. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, Gina, now you, you got to learn your surroundings. Okay. Right. And, if, and if they don't know about Maury, what I should have done was explain it instead of automatically thinking that they knew that the cameraman following her ass running down it. You know what I'm saying? They don't, these folks is not at home watching no damn Murray, Gina. Right. So I'm glad he did that because it was a lesson for me to, with white folks, Take your time with them. I'm going to let y'all know right now. There's another little tip. 
whenever you are dealing with that mainstream white audience or you go to another country, you have to slow down. Because as black folks, we talk fast. Yep. You know, we, we, we move fast. But, and, but we understand that. But when mm-hmm. you go in certain circumstances, they don't even they can't even understand what you're saying. They trying to yeah. laugh, they want to laugh, but they like, God damn, bitch, you talking too goddamn fast. So my advice is not to change your set. It's people that have sets for black audiences and white audiences. Right. Not me. All y'all asses getting the same thing. You getting the same All I'm gonna do for the niggas is I'm gonna say nigga, bitch, oh and this. For the white folks, I'm gonna just slow it down. Just, right. That's all. Just slow it down. So don't change who you are. Don't do no watermelon and chicken jokes for white people to make them laugh. Because right. I've seen that too. And it is, don't put our race down for them. Right. No, 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 no. Right. Keep it real. Just slow your ass down because they don't know. That is literally, that's exactly what I told her. I said, that joke would have worked if you would have told them what it was before you said the word. Because they don't know what that word is. And now they're like, what? Yep. <laughs> and that it would have went over so good because now they know what the, what the hell you're talking about. Right. You know what I mean? So you you told her right. Sis. Seriously, like I really respect you for that, because in, as females in this game, they always want to make us, you know, put us against one another. Right. And there's always one female on the bill. You know, it's never like it or it's an all woman show. It ain't got to be like that. Y'all, we just we coming. We See, got to. I'm a by default. So, you know, I'm 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 in makeup artist. I'm a therapist by default. I don't want to be, but no matter I, it's something about when you touch a person's face or their hair, they gotta tell you all their business. It'd be killing me sometimes because sometimes they'd be like, All right, you don't mind, you know, giving your advice or whatever. Other times it'd be like, What color lip gloss you want? <laughs> like I got my own problems, like really. <laughs> it's like, nigga. <laughs> Girl, close your eyes. Shit, close your eyes. Close your eyes. <laughs> but speaking of lips, we are moving on to our first segment, which is kiss or diss. This is I'm gonna be naming celebrity crushes. You deciding who you kiss and who you dissing. Okay. All right. So we got mm-hmm. Morris Chestnut or Usher. Who you kiss? All of them. All of them. That ain't how it works. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, I was gonna kiss him. I'm gonna kiss up the last because he got the hurts. So I was gonna kiss <laughs> interest. <laughs> and then you gonna give it a nickname to Herbs? Really? That's what we doing? I got the hurts. I wouldn't kiss. I kiss him last so that we could just. I could just take that hurt with me. Okay. So let's see. Oh man, who is? Oh man. So okay. So you said you got Morris. All right. So we moving on to Michael Ealy or Michael B. Jordan. Who you kiss and who you diss? Girl, I am kissing all oh, oh Michael B. Jordan with my husband. Watching, you hear me? Woo! I am. Oh, yeah. Okay. Last one. Forrest Whitaker or Bismarcky? Who you kissing? Who you dissing? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> all right. Okay. Let me swallow this pill. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm a diss biz. I'm a diss biz because he do a lot of spit and lips is dry. I'm going to go ahead and just kiss Forrest with his little eye. I'm going to kiss him with his little eye. <laughs> All right. We are moving on to our DAQs, which is dumbass questions. Just random questions I want answers to. If you could be a superhero, what would be your superhero uh, name and what would be your superpower? Oh, wee. Oh, wee. Well, first of all, my superpower, I, I want to fly. Okay. I want to fly. I want to fly. Because if I ever come back reincarnated, if that is real, I want to be a bird, honey. I want. I need to be up. I don't even want to be down here with these little peasants. I need to be up in the sky. Um. So for one, I need to, I want to be able to fly mm-hmm. with some telepathic girl. I want to be able to just know what the hell your ass got to say or do so I can fly off on your ass. Um. <laughs> but my name... Oh no, girl! I ain't never thought about that. You got to pause. I got to call myself. Shit! <laughs> All right, then I don't know. I don't know what I would call myself. Glitter. Uh, Gina, don't. Oh shit, glitter G. Okay, come on now. <laughs> I'm glitter G, honey, and I came to mm. say the goddamn day. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's my last question, though. 
if animals could talk, which animal do you think would be the rudest? If animals could talk, who would be the rudest? I would probably say chickens. Hmm. I don't think chickens would be rude as fuck. Like, bitch, y'all always fuck with me. Y'all always come over here, motherfucking cousins. You didn't ate my cousin today, yesterday, you motherfucking I really think chickens would be rude as shit. Like, I'm tired of y'all. Chickens shit. goddamn burgers or something. No, for real. I really think chickens would be rude, girl. Ooh. <laughs> they already got that attitude. They already neck, neck already just. You know, you know, that remind me. That remind me of a joke. Center the entertainer told me he said chickens walk like that because they be looking for niggas. They be like, where they at? Nigga, they always coming around here fucking with me and my cousins. I really think chickens would have a major, major attitude. I do. I, I can do. see that. <laughs> Now, if you could body slam someone in your past with no consequences, who would it be? Oh, shit. Girl, you got time. Oh, okay. We're just going to talk about one. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I would body slam Renee Povich. Okay. And let me tell you why. Because when we was in the fifth grade, we went to school together. This was she was doing a little movie, Curly Sue, and she thought she was all of that or whatever. And we was playing kickball, and she, her shoe, girl, when she kicked the ball, her shoe fell off and hit me. And that little happened, didn't even say, excuse me, sorry, no nothing. <laughs> and I'm going to keep it real, because I'm still holding on to that. So if I, I ever see Ricky Colbert, Curly Sue's ass, I body slam my ass today. <laughs> Should have body slammed her ass then. Kicked her little, little rag. She, girl, she thought she was all of that she was doing movies and stuff. <laughs> Not the extra rolls to the eye. <laughs> and my baby daddy. I'm gonna throw him in there too. Let me just throw him in there. Let me do just by default. We just got you. <laughs> <laughs> now, what is the weirdest thing that you've seen in someone's home? Oh shit. The weirdest thing I've seen in somebody's home. Oh. 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 I don't know. Oh no, girl! You got a dumb, a dumbass damn question. Dumbass question. That's what it is. <laughs> dumbass damn question. <laughs> dumbass question. That's a dumbass question. I don't know. That's a dumbass. No. Oh no. I don't know these fake trees. People be having fake ass trees in their house. I'll be trying to figure out what is this tree doing for you. It's fake. I don't understand what it's doing for you. Yeah, it's decorating. Get take them fake ass trees out the house, y'all. We can get some real plants, some oxygen. That is some dumb shit when you see them. And they be having them all over the place, y'all. They be having dumb ass fake ass trees every damn where. But girl, I don't know. That's crazy. That's a dumb ass question. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we gotta move on. Question. Name three items you would purchase to make a cashier feel uncomfortable. Oh, three items that I would purchase to make a cashier uncomfortable. Oh, shit. Girl. Oh, I'll probably get one of them little, what's them thing, them little, uh, what's them little sexy shit things with to put the ball in the mouth? All that little, that, that. Oh, the, the gag thing? Yeah, girl. All that little gag shit right there. And then me as being a sister, I would go up there with a pink dick, girl. I would go up there with a pink dick. And I want a, and she'd be like, this you, I'm like, that's mine. <laughs> and I'm going to stick by it. That's what I'm going to do. I'll probably go there with a pink dick, some laxatives. Girl, I don't know what I would go up there with. Well, you that. got a gag, a pink dick, and a laxative. That's what you bring yeah, up. Yeah, basically. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, so we are moving on to GM. Dumbass question. I'm sorry, y'all. That dumbass question game. We are moving on to GMG. It's what grinds my gloss. So what is one of your pet peeves? Oh, a pet peeve of mine is whistling. Hmm. Don't whistle. Don't whistle around me, please. <laughs> Shut that shit up. Shut that goddamn. I've been working on the railroad whistle the fuck up. Don't you whistle, whistle around me. What is the whistle? I don't know what it is. I really don't know what it is. I, mean, I hate fucking whistling. I hate to hear motherfuckers Shut your ass up. Why are you doing that? Like, what are you doing? Like, what does that do for you? Shut up. So you hate the sound of happiness. Huh? So you hate the sound of happiness. Because most of the time I people sure do. I do. Shut that shit up. <laughs> God, I hate fucking whistlers. 
Shut up. Or I hate somebody that's like that, that text you and say, call me. Right. Yeah, that's stupid. That's stupid shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Girl, that shit's stupid. Oh, man. All right. So we are moving on. Okay. Don't whistle around me. <laughs> I'm going to e- email you the whistle song just because. <laughs> so we move on to opera that thing out. So what this is, you are going to sing an R&B song or rap song, whatever song that you know, at least one full verse to, but you can only sing it in an opera voice. So just tell me what part I need to do. And then we got our chair. P2J, we all we got. P2J, we all we got. Hey, P2J, we all we got. Hey. I'm moving on to Sing a Do. Now, Sing a Do is a game to me and a good friend of mine, Shots at the DJ All Star, we created over the quarantine. So what it is, it's a musical game that all can play. We have different genres. So what you're doing, you're singing the melody that's listed on the card, but you can only use the word do. And then your person, your uh, teammate has to guess the song th- that you're doing. So I'm going to do a couple of them so you can get the hint of it, and then I'm going to let you do a couple. Okay. So the key thing is you can only sing the melody in do's. Okay. Right, so I'm going to do uh, R&B and hip-hop because that's what I know. Okay. Okay. All right. Oh, I know that. I like the way you move. All right, by who? That's by, uh, not Outkast and them. Yeah, oh, that's, that's right, that's right. Uh-huh. All right, next one. Um, oh, shoot. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do
Listen, baby, I'm a DJ. Don't get it twisted. I know my oh, music. Yes. Actually, he showed me how to DJ, and it, long story short, we got together because of writing. So I used to write songs for his artists, and then we've been friends ever since. So this is so dope. I'm gonna, I need to buy this, please. I need to know where to buy this. Um, come on, some. Are you coming on the, uh, on the Saturday? No, I don't know if I'm gonna make it on Saturday. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna be there, so you can pull up. Cause I had the games on deck. But whenever I come to Atlanta, I'm pulling up on you. So just okay. then, what's the next song? I'm gonna pull All up. Right. Okay, let me see. Um, what's that one? Um, who was that? Bring it. Wait, let me see the last one. I can't see the last one. That's the one I'm trying to see. Oh. Okay, now. Okay. All right. Here we go. Okay. Come on now, that's how I sing that song right now because I don't know what the hell she's saying. So I sing it yeah, like that anyway. You got it right there. Okay. I'm like, all right. And that I is still sing singing like that. Sing a do. Sing a do is the shit, y'all. Y'all need to go on singadoo.com and get you a copy right now. Get your game night up. Listen, night, this is going to be our one year anniversary, May 23rd, which is next Sunday. We will be celebrating one year of Sing Do business. Make sure y'all pull up because it will be on our Sing Do Facebook page and our Sing Do YouTube page playing live with all of our uh, brand ambassadors. We got Tyler Chronicles, She is the T, Barry Brewer, Ronnie Jordan. All, 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 all pulling up. <laughs> beast. She got some beast. Those are some beasts right there, girl. Ronnie Jordan, girl. Oh my God. Yeah, I grew up with them, so like it's yeah, that's fam. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. That's how I feel, you know, because I was a waitress at the J Spot, so I saw almost all of the like uh, Tony Baker, Tahir Moore, yeah. uh, Ronji. I saw all of these guys when they were first starting, so it's just so dope to just see how much they've elevated and Schuler King and like I've just seen so many DT Earth. It's just wonderful that's to see everybody growing comedy game that long well not doing comedy but i've been in the comedy game so long that i was there when they were beginning to oh <laughs> yep. nine baby come on oh nine jenna oh nine yes ma'am well i appreciate your time please let everybody know how they can follow you again and if you have any merch that you're selling let them know how to get it Okay, so you guys can follow me on Instagram and Facebook on Instagram it's Gina G the number two funny on facebook is gina g t-o-o because facebook for old people so y'all already know it ain't gonna let you put no numbers in it and for old people that's out there just email me because y'all ass don't know what else to do anyway um and yeah she funny <laughs> but i don't have any merch that i'm selling i do have some gina g towels that i give away um during my shows my live shows and i just ask for a cash app uh donation and um, I got a show that I do on Facebook and in, I mean a YouTube live it's called chit chat in the closet I've been in this closet a year so I, please come watch and see. I have um, Angel Games last week. I had Rodney Perry, Ron G, Precious Hall. I've had some great guests. I would love to get Michelle C. Um, but yeah, man, y'all follow me everywhere except to the car. Follow me everywhere except to my car. Gina G, the number two. Funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look, the only, first of all, you ignorant as hell. Let me tell you something. <laughs> but let me tell you what made me laugh so hard. I will never forget. And I have to tell you this because I can't. Okay. Okay, I was working and it was a co-worker that was working with me. I ain't really wasn't too fond of or whatever, but I I'm, I'm just the manager, so we're we're both sitting there waiting on our checks. Mm -hmm. She had ample time to say, "Hey, Michelle, can I get a ride home?" Didn't say nothing. I would have been like, "All right, cool," because I'd have prepared, prepared mentally. Let me, I gotta drop this person off before I run my little errands or whatever. Right. Okay, so I'm sitting there. The check comes. I get my check and I'm like, I'm out because I got shit to do. Next thing I know. I hear footsteps behind me. I don't know who footsteps but I don't give a damn who footsteps they are because right. I'm going to my car and getting hell on. She has her now by, by the time we we sat there so long, whoever her care provider was dropped her son off too. So her so she's walking behind me with her son, and I'm still not paying attention. I'm I'm here to get to the car. Next thing I know, I hear something like pulling at the back door of my car. And I hear a little baby voice say, Mama, it's not opening. And I look down. And I'm seeing these two niggas like, why are they here? I said, that's because it's not little nigga. What the fuck about my car? 
got shit to do. Y'all need to get your ass away from my car so I can go. <laughs> when you said don't follow me, don't buy my car. That's what made me think of. I told her, get your ass away from my car, bitch. You had sat there goddamn 30 minutes. You could have asked for a ride, but your ass want to wait till, like, like I'm just going to say, well, now you can get my car. No, bitch, I got shit to do. I'm out. And her son had to go, huh? Ma, I thought you said we was getting a ride. No. <laughs> no. Show ass on that RTA. <laughs> Nigga, normally I would not be that ignorant with a child. But I was just so infuriated when he was like, it's not open. I was like, Nigga, because it's locked. Why would you follow me? me and not say nothing? Why wouldn't you say something to me? Exactly. You should have stressed the ass. Her and her baby. Never again. She, she learned that day. You better ask ahead of time. She had in the morning. As soon as you say good morning, hey Michelle, can I get a ride home? That, that see, that's how I work. If you would have asked me that, then I'd be like, okay, cool. Let me fix this around. Because I wouldn't have had no problem doing it. But oh just don't God. Think I'm gonna get in my goddamn car like it's all good. No, bitch. No. Hilarious. <laughs> so, Hilarious. You look, are a prepared person, so I am. I can see that right now. You don't play. <laughs> Well, that has been another episode of Candy Kisses TV. Tune in every Monday and Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we just started a new segment called The Girls Locker Room that airs on Fridays. I would love to have Gina G back for The Girls Locker Room. But we will see you next time. Peace to Jesus. <laughs> Make sure you like, comment, and most importantly, subscribe. And tune in every Monday and Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you feel it in your heart, go ahead and donate. No dollar amount is too small. Candy Kisses TV, baby. <laughs> Not your typical interview, y'all. Wait, I can't forget. If you haven't already, check out artistperiod.com. Candy Kisses TV has merchandise. Check us out on artistperiod.com. A-R-T-I-S-T-P-E-R-I-O-D. Period.